Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. Let's have a quick look at what we're going to be talking about this evening. The Hatters headed to the Abbey Stadium due to, for the first time since about 2018, and dare I say, managed to get a comfortable FA Cup fourth round win. We're going to talk about and have a brief look about uh, Elliot Thorpe and how he fared in his senior debut. We'll also look at your Instagram questions and more. Now, just fastly, an apology to all our YouTube subscribers. Sadly, due to technical issues, we're audio only today. And also, due to me having COVID, Pataro unable to join us because he's got COVID, and Luke sunning himself working in Portugal. A bit like Luton Town at the weekend, I've had to uh, dig deep into our uh, squad. And so today, I've been joined by Darren and making his podcast debut, Steve. Hi, gents. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Pleased to be invited along. Looking forward to it. Brilliant. Good evening. Good no. evening. So it was a it was a nice uh, it was a nice watch. I mean, unfortunately, I had to give up my ticket because uh, of the COVID issue. Um, but watching the game back on the TV is quite a good, quite a good weekend. Wouldn't you think, boys? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I was fortunate enough to to get a, a ticket for the game. Um, I, th- I thought Cambridge tried to sort of keep hold of the ball as much as possible, but they never really sort of caused us any issues. I don't think, but you know, they they at least played some passing football more than they they used to. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was pretty comfortable. Couple of standout people for me again. We'll probably come to that later, but I thought. Osho was immense to be honest with you he's uh it reminds me a bit of um who was it um Curtis Davis he, he just had that uh pace to burn from a standing start and Osho seems to have that acceleration from nothing which just gets him ahead of people and really strong so I thought he was immense at the weekend and Darren did you manage to tune in to watch the game I did, I did. I couldn't go, unfortunately, in between uh, moving house, so uh, just on the telly for me. But yeah, what a classic FA Cup game, you know, sort of uh, swirling winds, a bit of a later kickoff. Um, you know, the managers knew each other, all that kind of, the, all the romance was there, wasn't it? And it, it was the classic home team, came and had a go for a few minutes and then quality shone through, didn't it? Yeah, brilliant. So just before we sort of get into the game in more detail, let's have a look at some of the three-word reviews we've had from today. Uh, Ian says it was all under control. John, excellent squad use. Neville, I'm happy with that. Jordan, love Cambridge away. I think we all love Cambridge away, don't we? (laughs) Ashley, magic of the cup. Uh, Fred, steer looks solid. Uh, Dave, trains to Wembley. Uh, Andy Thorpe looked class and Jamie fifth round baby you got anything you want to pick up from those guys uh, still looked solid for, for me um, didn't really have an awful lot to do um, I vaguely remember an incident in the second half where it was one of those 
uh, crosses at an angle and he had to wait and wait and wait as it went past each of the attackers that were trying to get on the end of it. And then he has to do a last minute reaction tip away. And I thought that was really good. But, you know, he, he, he's got a bit of experience. He was commanding. He, he seemed to be organising the defenders. I liked his quick distribution, sort of getting the ball out to the fullbacks. So he's, he's not going to have a much easier uh, debut for a team, but he, he, he did sort of exude a bit of authority and calm about himself. So, yeah, look, looking forward to seeing what he can do. What about you, Darren? What do you think um, from those well, three I'm, words? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a couple there for me. Ian, all under control. You know, they had a little bit at the start of the first half, didn't they? And, and yeah, they had a lot of huff and puff second half, but we were never in any danger, never in any danger at all. And, and you back that up with John, excellent squad use, brilliant. You know, and, and OK, you know, they didn't get on, but even the, the, like the youth team lads are on the bench. It's all good experience for them for the for the future, isn't it? So, yeah, all round, all good. So when you saw the, um, both of you guys, when you saw the, the team come up, uh, before the game, we made eight changes from the Swansea game. Uh, obviously, mm. we talked about Thorpe and Steer, and, and like you've just said, Darren, we've had uh, Newville, McJanet, and uh, Francis and and, and uh, Clark back on the bench. What was your initial thoughts when you saw that team? Because I was I was thinking, is he tinkering a bit too much again? Should we not be putting our our first team our first teams give Addy Bayo a run or whatever else, or is he still injured? Whatever. So I was a bit worried to start with when I saw the thing. What did you guys think? Uh, I wasn't massively concerned, Dave. I thought it might have been a bit of a leveller and it probably turned out that way for the first 10 or 15, to be honest with you. But um, Elliot Thorpe, what what I liked about him, when one of the other loop players had the ball, he was looking to go to the ball to collect it. So often you see players uh, run away, go into space and look for a pass, but he was looking to go and get the ball no, which is which showing even with his lack of experience, he was looking to control uh, the game and sort of put tempo into it. So, you know, I've seen him even just for the first few minutes. I thought that was really good. A um, little bit concerned, but after the first ten fifteen, they weren't causing us any problems. So I wasn't too uh, concerned about the uh, the players out there. So, Darren, in our group chat, I think we might have mentioned that the team was a bit different to what we expected. What did you feel? Um, yeah, and, and, and maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. I, I don't know. Maybe probably the, the bench. I know you said Clark was back. No, it's, I think it's Francis Clark. I think he's the youth player. I think it's Francis oh, yeah. Clark. Sorry, yeah, Francis. So, Clark, yeah. Um, so yeah, but um, you know, but yeah, you know, you had Cornick and that on the bench. So maybe the, I was expecting the bench to be a bit more stronger just in case because there was only really a couple, wasn't there? But yeah, a little bit of a mixture. Um, do you know the one that got me? Potts was captain. Mm. Well, see, do you know what? Nowhere. How did I miss that? Absolutely out of nowhere. Considering Lockyer was on the on the pitch, that I, I, I thought we'd see Potts play, but I didn't think he'd be captain. Yeah, Lockyer's a real leader as well, a natural leader, I think. So, I was... or, even, or, or even Jerome up front. Do you know, I, I like Jerome at the moment. I really like Jerome at the moment. He's 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 working hard. He's he's settling in. I think um, either of them. I was just I thought Potts would play. 
didn't think he'd be captain. He did put in a shift, Jerome, I will say that. So if we talk about the game, though, uh, firstly, Steve, because you were at the stadium, on the television, I didn't know whether or not the atmosphere was as loud as it could have been. What was it like there? Um, it was one of those disappointing ones as far as the uh, atmosphere was concerned, where you had like two or three pockets of fans that were all trying to start songs and they were different songs and at different times and that. So it was one of those ones, even though, you know, it's not the biggest away end, there was only a few times where the whole crowd were in unison and, and singing the same sort of song and that. Um, it was... Um, it was okay. It was wasn't brilliant, but obviously, you might be comparing it to the great night when Mr. Cullen swivelled and put one away. When it so much to to both sets of fans. I mean, that was absolutely buzzing that night, and yeah. maybe may, we're judging it against that. Probably were judging against that. And well, uh, uh, well go on, Dave. Sorry, Dave. Can I can I say well, any any atmosphere, anything would have been better than the BBC commentary. Well, do you know what? I was about to say the same, but let's not let's not go let's not go into that because you you might be accused of being a little bit, dare I say, sexist there. But uh, uh, I'll include David James in that. (laughs) Yeah, although obviously he was cheering for us, which was a good thing. Uh, So the game started, and Cambridge had a a, sort of the early chance. It's probably what you expected from from you know, dare again say a League One team who just come off the back of that massive win at Newcastle and you'd think they were to start really strong and I thought they did I thought they started quite quickly and it took us a couple of minutes to get our feet um, I think uh, they had a couple of early chances but I can't remember Steer having to go anywhere near the ball I don't think they even hit the target No, no, it, it, exactly it was um, they had the ball a lot of huff, huff and puff but never got to any really dangerous areas as far as we're concerned it was all, always got uh, snuffed out and as I say from from my recollection it was invariably Osho that was stepping in and taking the ball I, I thought that was you know another great performance from him and Darren at that time did you think when we first started like 10 minutes in you're thinking well you know if we don't tighten up a bit here we might concede or were you thinking no we're just we're doing all right we're going to push on in a sec I, I, you know, I thought it, I thought it was fine. You know, you expect them to come out. They're the home team and and um, have the possession. Everything. I just think it looks it looks what it was. A, a bunch of players that haven't played much football together. Um, mm-hmm. They just, like you said, they just needed to settle. And and actually, Luton in general, twenty minutes get through the first twenty minutes. Whether it's the the proper first team, if you like, in a league game, or whatever. We always seem to get to that twenty minute mark, and then we really kick in. So I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried. I, we just had to ride that storm. It was like when we started to play some proper football, as I would say. You know, when we started passing the ball mm. around more and we had we had a bit more possession, you could see, and I think I might have texted this in the group chats as well, that you could see the difference in class between our team and theirs, for definite. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it did stand out. And you, uh, Darren said earlier about uh, Jerome, and, you know, I think a lot of people have been critics of him earlier on in the season, myself included, but um, he's really smart and clever with his running and how he's leading the line at the moment. And, you know, he's picking and choosing when to sort of um, press and stuff like that. And, yeah, I think when he got hold of the ball, we brought other people into it. And uh, Carlos and uh, Admiral were sort of willing runners, weren't they, to try and get the ball off him. 
and also actually you were talking of Jerome I think he had our first chance didn't he where the uh, I don't know who ran down the wing crossed to the post and he sort of flicked it in it almost went in uh, to the yeah, left hand side it, of the post I mean that that was really good uh, it's, it's great when strikers attack the near near post like that but he just couldn't get enough of an angle to sort of uh, get it on target but you know it was a good run good run so it got ahead of the defender there uh, Darren what do you say um He's actually improved a lot since we last saw him, you know, doing all he needed to do for us. Well, not, what I'm trying to say there is that he he started off slowly, didn't he? But now I just think the last couple of games I've seen Jerome play, I think it's been very pivotal to our performances. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he wasn't quite fit. Maybe there was something wrong. Maybe he needed to settle. But I don't know where are we now. Certainly since since after we came back after sort of the whole COVID spell, what did we miss? Four weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. After we've come back from there, you know, considering that Adebayo's missed a bit, Cornick's been out, he's stepped up right when we needed him to step up and he's turning into the player, which we probably were hoping to get. Yeah. and um... Maybe we had to learn a little bit about how to get the best out of him as well. You know, um, maybe we were just trying to use him as another Adebayo with lots of energy. Maybe we had to be a bit cleverer as to how we were using him, as well as him benefiting from a little run in the team and getting some rhythm. Well, I sort of agree with that. And you know what? Um, when you when you look at him now, I think he's I think he's quite a strong target man as well, which is nice. Uh, when yeah. you think when you think about the game, though, fourteen minutes in, and uh, we get a free kick. Uh, who was fouled for the free kick? Can't remember. No, no. Musquay wasn't it? Was it Musquay? Yeah. Oh yeah, Musquay won the free kick uh, on the right hand side of the box. Now the commentary team was thinking it was a bit, a bit mm, here or there, really. But actually, when you look it back, it was a proper free kick. And then mm. uh, Thorpe steps up on his debut, and again the commentary team thinking, why is he going to take this free kick? The youngster that he was, and he delivered such a brilliant cross. Uh, yeah, and Burke, Burke's header, perfect, perfect. Yeah, it was bang on the money. The the, the cross. I mean, I remember um, Nathan Jones done an interview about him about a month, six weeks after he joined, and he said that he's a very confident lad. You know, and he really wants to get hold of the ball and that. And I, I think him taking the free kick is another example that he, you know. He wanted to. He went to the ball to get it, and yeah, he put a good crossover, and yeah, great header, wasn't it? Really lovely. Darren, did you feel you feel that was it? You've got the ball rolling then. Yeah, and, and it, it was just that little switch, wasn't it? Like we said, we we rode the storm, and then quality shone through, doesn't it? You know, one chance straight in. Um, it, it didn't deplete them straight away, but um, obviously the, the we we'll talk about the second, but that came not long after, and, and that was it. But yeah, you know, it, it was it was the the little bit of calming that we needed at that time. Exactly that, because I'm sitting at home on my own, cheering that goal in, wishing I was at the stadium, <laughs> thinking who is that lucky so and so that bought my ticket. Uh, at ten minutes later, uh, it was two when uh, there was a throw in, and and for some reason. Um, the Cambridge defender headed it back. Jerome got it and uh, mm. crossed across the front of the goal. And there was a big slip by one of the defenders there, wasn't it? Uh, before Mendes Gomez got it or just bef- just after Mendes Gomez got it. And, but his strike was sweet as Darren, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know whether he slipped. I don't know what the defender was trying to do, whether he was just sliding in to get it or whether he slipped. It was a bit bizarre, really. But, you know, when that chance comes, because he must have thought the defender's going to, to, to clear it or, or at least block it 
So in that instance, to get control and, and fire away like that, it was a it was a really good strike, really good strike. And Steve, at the other end of the stadium where you were standing, because uh, I'm assuming you weren't sitting down. Oh, I was standing. Yes. Yeah. Um, what did it look like from your from your view? It, yeah, it looked as if he really unleashed one. Um, I mean, I th- did it go under the keeper or maybe just to the side of him? But it was just pure power that beat him. It, it wasn't sort of tucked away right into the corner. It was just pure power that done him. So nice connection. And yeah, I, I, I like Mendes Gomez. He's, you know, he, he's got a bit of swagger about him. And I think uh, games like that will give him a bit more confidence and belief. So Hopefully, we've got plenty to come from him over the next couple of years. So I thought at that point, um, that's it. As long as we, we stay professional, we're going to do this. I don't think we're going to let them back in. I mean, there's all that nagging doubt at 2-0 that if they got one back, maybe. But I thought we looked quite in control after that. And I don't think we really got threatened that much. I can't recall um, Steer having to make a save in the first half at all. Or not a, no. not, not a, 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 a complicated one or any description. No, no, we, we, we kept them easily at arm's length and, yeah, almost took the sting out of the game, to be honest with you. We controlled the, the tempo and we passed it about and, uh, yeah, very comfortable really considering, you know, the rivalry that they have for us and uh, the fact that it was a cup game. It, no, it was very comfortable. We've done well. So when you look at the, if we look at our running order, uh, producer Jacobs told me that uh, Lockyer could have made it three when Osho passed, fell to his path, but he fired over. Darren, do you remember that one? Uh, do you know, uh, thanks for that, Dave. Thanks. Yeah, because I know um, I can't. That's why I'm asking you. No, I, I know that's why you're asking me. I know, because I read it. I read these notes and I went, I, I, I'm going to be honest. Maybe I blinked. Maybe I blinked at Let that me, moment. I, can't, I, I honestly can't remember it. Steve, can you shed some light on that one? Yeah. You want me to uh, come in with this? Yeah, go for it. Absolutely no recollection whatsoever. <laughs> so we're glossed <laughs> over that one then. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. We should talk differently next time. Um, it says uh, Cambridge's main chance came on the hour when Sam Smith dragged a shot wide after some good work by Hulahan. But again, I didn't feel that it was that good a chance. No, and, and if it had been on target, it would have been easily collected. It, it, it was, yeah. I mean, if that's all that they've got to make sort of uh, notes about, then we've done a really good job. But yeah, it, it was it was, it was, was nothing, nothing at all. And Darren, do you remember Steer making a, a save from, again, from Hulan? Or is that another one you didn't see? Um, I, I remember him making a save. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember all, all, all the commentators and everybody was just pinning all Cambridge's hopes on Hulan, the 39-year-old. Yeah. And to be fair... You know, 35, 39 years old, and he was still still getting around, wasn't he? But um, you know, yeah, if that if that's all they've got, you know, we we had nothing to worry about. And also, uh, how could Newcastle then in the in the previous round? So, sorry, Steve, I didn't quite catch that. How dreadful were Newcastle in the previous round for Cambridge oh. to beat? It's yeah. a, it's a it's a strange thing, isn't it? Because I know that when we went to Newcastle, I felt we did enough to to. to to almost get result, and uh, I was, I was quite, I suppose, jealous that Cambridge got the result up there. If I'm honest, because I love yeah. that glory. However, they took their one chance, didn't they? And and you know that's the FA Cup, isn't it? That's why we love the FA Cup. We said this the other week. You know, you go out, you do your job, and uh, if you, if you look at the weekend's results, you'll know 
that there's a lot of people that love the FA Cup this weekend. Uh, exactly. Getting back to our game, uh, 3-0, uh, Musque curled a shot, a tiny deflection, so I'm going to give it to him. But, uh, you know, it was nice to see that third one go in and go, right, job done, we can go home now. Yeah, I always like to see uh, see a scoring at our end. To be honest with you, I think it's always a, a more exciting uh, goal when it's at our end. Um, you could you could tell even behind the goal, even if you couldn't see the deflection, you could just see the way that the keeper just stood there, rooted that something had almost certainly happened. Um, maybe Musque deliberately played it off the defender's chest to create that, that second angle. I don't know. You are giving well, him a lot of credit. Darren, what do you want to well, say? Well, no, I was, I was going to just ask both your opinions, really, because it was, it was, like we were saying, it's an excellent use of the squad. And obviously, Mendes Gomez and Musque are, 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 are squad members. You know, I think if we were all to write down our first 11, they probably wouldn't be in there. Judging on that performance against a Cambridge team, do you think, and I know they both scored, but do you think they've got enough to be first team players in the championship? For, for, for me, Darren, as it stands, no. Um, I think I think the path for Mendes Gomez is clearer, though. We seem to know what he wants to do. It's just, I think he maybe needs to uh, get a bit of um, muscle on him and, and be a bit uh, stronger in what little limited times he's played in the championship games. He seems to be pushed off the ball quite easily. So I think he needs to bulk out a little bit. Um, but it's clear the type of player he is, very skillful in that. And, and I think um, as an impact sub, I think he could be a lot closer I, th- I think um, James has said it in previous interviews or other people have commented, we don't really know what Musquay is going to be yet. What type of attacker is he going to be? A supportive, you know, is he going to be running channels, or, you know, trying to hold it up and be a target man? I think it's more unclear what Musquay is going to do for us, whereas I think it's clearer what Mendes Gomez is there for. I think Musquay just doesn't seem to be able to run with the ball. It, it, it just seems to it just I don't know it just doesn't stick to him he, it just he's not he's yeah. not easy on he's not easy on the eye is he clumsy clumsy is a good description it, it yeah. does look clumsy on, on the ball yeah definitely although we've got a fantastic team at the, at the ground that can coach him better and make him better mm. and, and, and they've obviously seen something in him otherwise mm. he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be with us so 3-0 uh, perfect away FA Cup result fantastic news and then we get the draw that we all really wanted. Home draw, Chelsea. Yeah. How are you looking at that one? Uh, well, personally, I'm uh, delighted. Um, you know, it'll be a good payday. There'll be a lot of exposure on the, with the media over the, you know, the week leading up to it. Um, I mean, when, when the draw came out, I was sort of cheering. So my grandson joined in and was cheering with me. But literally, just before we come on air tonight, he said, why were you cheering, Grandad? And I said, well, because of the reasons I just went with. And he's a proper little Luton fan. He said, but I don't want to play Chelsea because they might beat us. <laughs> so he doesn't care about games. He just wants to win. And that is it. And I thought that was pretty cool. But no, I'm just looking forward to being. And if, if Chelsea aren't on it and we're absolutely banging at the top of it, 
what's to say we can't have another magical night under the lights? Darren, do you think we've got a chance we can move on well, to the next round? Well, well, well firstly, two, two things for me with the draw is I think it's great, great for the fans because, you know, we had May United, we had Chelsea, no fans allowed. And to, to, to pull out a big gun again this year is fantastic that we can all get to see it. So that, that's great. Like for my son, you know, because um, he's looting through and through, but, you know, they, the young kids always have a premiership, premiership team and his one is Chelsea. So he's absolutely buzzing. Um, the other thing, when you're saying, like, can we beat and can we get through? I straight away looked at the dates and realised it's three days after their cup final. So they're going to be playing at Wembley in a cup final on a Sunday and they've got to come to Kenworth Road three days later. Where is their mind going to be? Whether they win or lose, you know, go in that Wembley changing room and three days later in the Kenworth Road changing room. <laughs> they ain't, yeah. do, do you know, you've got a question, how are these guys, where are they going to be mentally, you know, walking out of our stadium with that sound? You know, it, 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 we, it, we've, got, we've got a chance. We have genuine chance, and people have been laughing at me when I've been saying that today. I, I think the timing, the fact, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's under the lights, it's not a Saturday or anything. I, I genuinely think we have a chance. If they, if they underestimate us, we have a chance. Well, let's hope they yeah. underestimate us. Go on, Steve, go for it. There's countless sort of examples in there. I mean, obviously there's the Norwich away, but um, I was talking to one of the lads at work, and I said about Newcastle in 94, when yeah. Keegan was there, they were the team. We went up there, um, another Thorpe got his debut goal, and then we, we turned them over in a fantastic replay down at our place. So we can do it, absolutely we can do it, but we need them to be slightly off. Well, let's hope, let's hope they are slightly off, because we both know that we, or we all know that we want to go to the round after that, and then the one after that, and then the final. Um, yeah. It's Luton's first time in round five since 2013, and Nathan has guided Luton into the last 16 for only the second time since Luton made the semi-finals in 93-94. That's an amazing achievement by Nathan, don't you think? Mm. Yeah, no, it is. It is. I mean, and, and when you consider, you know, the, the the rise and rise that we've had sort of through the leagues, um, yeah, I, I, I just think he's a, a great manager for us, to be honest with you. I know some people still have their uh, pet hates that they want to keep hold of, but um, I, I think he's a perfect fit for us and uh, long may it continue. Well, he, he takes it seriously as well, doesn't he? He, he wants to do well. He, he's going to love pitching himself against the best. That's what he wants. He wants to go up against the best and he's going to love it. And um even with our fixture schedule and everything else, he's still taken he's taken the cup seriously, which is which is why we've got there. Let's hope that uh, as we preview the Chelsea game, as we get closer to it, that uh, we're all in the right mood and, and we can we can put it we can put it to bed and, and, and move on. Hopefully, um, let's have a look at our player forecast tonight. Um, Elliot Thorpe, now young lad, what is he? Twenty one years old, and we've been waiting to see him. Um, were you impressed with his debut for the club, Darren? Um, do you know, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here. I, I've been reading stuff, obviously, online. and stuff. I, I probably wasn't as blown away as what I think a lot of people were. I, I you know, I, I literally switched it on at, at kickoff. And, and I'm not, after about nine, ten minutes, I said, I thought Fork was playing. Because I didn't really see him on the ball. I know we didn't have much of the ball in the first ten minutes. I... He grew into the game. Obviously, he had the free kick, which set up the goal. And then it was like, oh, OK, OK, let, let's see what he's about. And, and there, there's no doubt 
there's a, there's a bit of a player there. Was I blown away by him? Not not exceptionally, you know. And do I look at that and go, is he going to walk into our first team? Not For me, not even close at the moment. But there's a player there that he's probably one to watch and one to develop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just about to ask you, Steve, did you feel the same as Darren there? Um, well, no, I mean, our, a lot of debuts um, aren't as good as people want them to be. Um, I like the way that he went hunting for the ball. It's, it's quite easy for a young lad or a debutant just to sort of hide within the game and sort of just be in the right position. I, I like the way he went looking for the ball to, to try and receive it and move it on and that. And it, although what Darren's saying is right, he... By wanting to get hold of the ball, he was putting himself there to be shot at. So I, I was quite happy for his keenness to get involved and try and not not dominate, but sort of you know have an effect on proceeding. So I thought that that was good. But there's only one world class um, debut that uh, Luton fans know about, and that's Valois. But that's unfair to judge him against that. When you say Valois, <laughs> there's a lot of people who wouldn't know who he was. If I'm honest, <laughs> but well, but he, he could. I'm so old. <laughs> but equally, I, I worry that people are trying to look, we, you know, we're still looking for the next Dewsbury Hall. We're still, or whatever. And I worry that people are trying to put that pressure on and, and whatever. Mm. I think we just need to relax on that a little bit, you know. And I, I assume Luton have brought him in. Uh, they knew exactly what they were going to do with him to try and develop him. Maybe maybe it's a bit like what we're trying to do with Steer, is get him around the club, get him loving the club. And, and maybe they'll, they'll be permanent and... Uh, you know, and see where they are in the future. I don't know. I don't know. But he's not. He's not near our first team yet. He's only twenty-one, right? He's not that old. They again. I. I. I top my hat to uh, the recruitment team at Luton Town because they can spot a player like that, and they obviously see a lot of potential in Thorpe. And Thorpe wants to play, and if mm-hmm. he wants to play, he's going to have the right attitude to get in the team. Don't you think that? Yeah, yeah, no, I'll go along with that. I'll go along with that. As I say, uh, what, just, just just his first game, uh, b- bizarre circumstances, you know, a cup game, a totally different uh, setup. So, as well as it being his debut, he was playing with all teammates around him that also weren't used to playing with each other. I think if he'd have gone straight into the first team with everyone else around him being the regulars, I think you might have seen him shine. Um, more actually you're probably spot on Steve because I I think Dave in our group chat as well we said where the hell is our midfield yeah because it was it was non-existent for a while wasn't it so it's a good point Steve good point it's nice to know that we have a bench full of stars a lot of the time you know like Campbell came on at the weekend too Uh, I think Thorpe put in an excellent shift at the weekend uh, this is what you guys said, and they're, they're very brief today for some reason. I don't know why, Jacob, but there we go. Uh, Stephen said he put in an excellent shift. Uh, Thomas, very impressed. If he gets more game time, we have a player on our hands. Quinn, I hope the knock he got is not too serious. He could be a real threat creatively. Um, I would say about that knock, by the way, on the telly, it looked it looked awful when he got taken out. I couldn't. I thought it was a terrible challenge. It was a terrible challenge. Uh, Ben said, played well in a physical game, lots of potential. Tim, one to watch, so we're all all staying the same thing. And Lee, uh, the next KDH, there's the pressure, but with a lot more potential from what I've seen. So I think think we're all thinking the same. This guy might 
proved to be a really, really fantastic player for us. Yeah, um, as long as he gives himself the time and lets himself be educated thoroughly by everyone at the club, if he bides his time, then his time will come when he's ready. And I think, yeah, if everything goes well, then we could have a, a star on our hands, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, just before we move on, I'd like to talk about um, the game against Barnsley that we've got coming up. If you're listening, it'll be probably tonight. Um, do you think Nathan's going to bring back some of the the, full, the the first teamers again, or do you think he's just going to go with a, a slightly different squad? Do we do we see Adebayo come back? Do we see the regulars come back? Uh, f- for me, Dave, a hundred percent, he's going to bring bring everyone back. Um, you know, I know um, Adebayo had the knock, but um, definitely rested him as well. I'm sure you're going to see a pretty much full strength side just to carry on that momentum because it's really building. And even though it's a different side, we won at Cambridge, so it just builds the momentum a bit more. The feel-good factor is growing. And I, I think they really want it. We've, we've got a free hit. We've got a free hit to get towards the playoffs. And, you know, they had the weekend off uh, and a bit of other time. I reckon you're going to see a full-strength side. And Darren, what do you feel we're going to be more attacking than we were against Cambridge? Yeah, again, I'm, I'm, I'm with Steve on that. I think we will see pretty much as much, well, as much of our first team as we can, um, whoever, whoever's fit. Um, I think probably Adebo is fit. He just didn't need to put him on at the weekend. I think, yeah, um, uh, you know, you don't, want to eat your, <laughs> you don't want to eat your words, but Barnsley are there for the taking, aren't they? Um, it's, it's the game in hand momentum all those words um, got to go go for it right from off and you know and, and, and Birmingham on the weekend as well what a, what a way to keep it going Jones will not want to not get three points tomorrow night I don't want to be um, too down on the fact I mean obviously I, I obviously I want Luton to win and I think that I think we're capable of winning Barnsley's form has been horrendous recently Horrendous. Mm-hmm. I think they've had like one point from six games, something or, somewhere around that. Um, I sort of remember that happening years ago when we played them and we should have won them, beaten them easily and we didn't. So we shouldn't take anything for granted. That's the thing. No, I was going to say, you know, it, the only thing for me is uh, those players now have Chelsea on their mind. Do they have it on their mind? Do they not? How do they... You know where are they going into going into the game tomorrow night with that? I know the game Chelsea game is still a month away, but I just wonder. Well, maybe that spurs people on because they they need to show that they're they're good enough to play that game. So maybe that gives us that extra added advantage. Maybe, Steve. Yeah, I I, I don't think that game will be on their minds at all at the moment. Maybe the game beforehand, but I don't think at the moment. Um, and also, when we were sort of going up um, and it was between us and Barnsley, we had a couple of great, great games. And I always thought that they were the uh, next best team in the division. Uh, and I think that we drew nil-nil at our place and that. And I remember the really, really good games. But since we've gone up to the championship, we, we seem to have had a, had a number on them. You know, we've done them a couple of times at their place. And, you know, that they've... Whether, whether it's a, a hangover from the, the playoff season last season, but it's not gone well for them at all. 
And yeah, I think if we can get an early one, I think if we got if we get two up, then I think they they will fold, and I think it, it could it could be a, a good night. But we've got to be at it, and for me, that means bringing everyone back. Well, luckily, uh, it's on the red button. Is it on the red button on Tuesday? It could be, but oh, I'm is going. It? I, well, I can't go because I've got COVID. You fool! So nah. <laughs> I'm hopeful <laughs> that I'll be able to see it. Uh, before we finish tonight, then let's have a look at some of the Instagram questions. Um, uh, the first one up, and I know the answer. To this was straight away for me. Chris says, "Would you rather visit Wembley to see Luton in the FA Cup final or the playoff final?" Darren. <laughs> so, do you know? I, I, I've written down here. I think normally. I think you'd say the FA Cup final, but I just think we're we're we within touching distance. And if it was on this year alone, I think I would choose the playoffs. Wow, Steve, I hate the playoffs. It's it's just too much stress. It it makes me drink too much beer, and then I get in trouble. Um, I only like the playoffs. Once it's finished, and and if we've won, which we haven't done, we had a successful one yet. But FA Cup. Well, I was at the Wembley playoff uh, when Brentford won last season. Um, Is that your second team? No, it's not my second team. It's my son's workplace. But I went because it was football, and I didn't see any live. Right. However, having said that. They had a fantastic day and it was brilliant. But you know what? I'd rather go watch the FA Cup final. 100% go and see that because you know what? That's not going to happen much in your lifetime. So, no, yeah. yeah, I'll take the FA Cup. You can get the playoff finals in any division at any time. So I'll go with that one. Um, and well, I think we've already touched on this. Anne said, could we get a result against Chelsea? Quick one on that one. Steve, you can go first on that one if you want. <laughs> yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. I mean, I hadn't uh, realised about the uh, Chelsea's Cup final just a few days before that Darren mentioned. So hopefully they win and they sort of celebrate and that. Yeah, a lot of things have got to um, happen. But yeah, why not? Of course we can. Of course we can. And I'm sure, Darren, you're going to say the same. Hey, look, we're, we're, we'll have anybody under the lights midweek down there. I, you know, We'll take anyone. Of course we've got a chance. This is a quick one. Uh, I think we touched on this before in the podcast. Uh, Sam says, what's your best FA Cup memory? We'll, we'll start with you, Steve. <sighs> Can I have a couple? Wait, yeah, okay, but one. <laughs> okay. My first one is, is Norwich away. Norwich away was fantastic. Yeah. It was a brilliant, yeah, that, brilliant day. Absolutely immense. The whole, the whole day uh, and everything. But uh, yeah, that, that 94 Cup run... Uh, West doing West Ham and um, Newcastle, two monumental games, absolutely yeah. crap games. And yeah, so I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to have more than one. Okay, Darren, what about yourself? Well, I, you know, I, I, I think we touched on this a few weeks back when I was on last, I think. You know, especially given my age, I can't go any further than, as Steve said, the 94 Cup run. I, I just... You know the Newcastle, the West Ham game. They were different, but you know they they were just magnificent. And then, you know, to you know to to go and then watch Luton at the old Wembley 
as well. You know, seen him at the old Wembley, seen him at the new Wembley, but to, to go and see him, it, it wasn't the day we wanted. But I just remember as a young lad that first time really when I heard the Chelsea fans sing like how loud a crowd can be in that old Wembley it was it was it was magical in that sense the day wasn't great but it was magical but yeah it it, it just been the 94 cup run wow because yeah. I would say in the 94 cup run my favorite game was Upton Park uh, yeah it, it was nil nil you know, it's crazy. Uh, and I think I've already said my favourite FA Cup memory, so I don't want to bore people too many. Uh, last one before we finish this evening, uh, and we can go in any order you want. Harry Cornick, beard or no beard? <laughs> go on, Darren, you go first. Um, do, do you know, I, I love his confidence at the moment. And uh, if the beard's doing that, then let's go with the beard. Go on, Steve. Go on, you can finish your debut by... Being really nice. Come on, go for it. Well, if, if it's giving him extra strength, then fine. But no, no, I like Harry to be clean shaven. <laughs> I have no real opinion. Listen, guys, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Uh, Luke will be back in control when he gets back from Portugal. Uh, hopefully, Bataro will finish. And Steve, thanks for coming on for your first effort. And uh, you'll be welcome back anytime. Darren, as usual, thanks again. And keep in touch. See us and subscribe on YouTube if you can. And uh, we'll see you all again next week. Thanks for listening.